Okay, so I just wanted to share something with a few of you guys that really impressed upon my heart that I'm hoping will help enrich us and bring us through this new year where I can say like a lot of us or a lot of people that I've spoken to really felt like last year was just not the year and I am hoping that this year doesn't have us feeling the exact same way and notably we did have a few good things that happened but regardless of that from a spiritual standpoint even myself took a step back to wonder what's up what's going on so with those sentiments in mind i really wanted to approach this year with a new set of eyes let's just say that and a new set of ears and a new set of like way of going about things and with that in mind i definitely don't want a repeat of last year and i find that every year we'll say we don't want a repeat but somewhere you know like right off the rip we get hit really hard and that kind of demotivates you and that just does not set the tone for the remainder of the year so instead of looking at it as a year i have changed my perspective to say i'll look at it as a season so i do have a few things that i really would like to share and i really hope that it enriches you know whoever listens to this as i am hoping that this word will also enrich me because with every word that I do share, I take it personally. I definitely just adapt to that word. And also I assess my own personal life and my own personal actions with everything that I do share with others. Now, a few points that I'm going to go through and I'm going to keep it as short as possible, hopefully. The main point out of everything that I'm going to share is for this coming season we have to fight smarter and fight together 2021 was literally a year of lessons me personally i can say that i learned a lot and a lot of my learning came through pain but i still learned a lot and it was at a point where i can speak for myself and a few people where our faith was definitely tested and our walk with god was definitely challenged in addition to that even our belief and some of us may have gotten words where we know that this word is from God. Even that very word was challenged to be like, okay, was this God or was this me? So for some of us, we may not have known what God was doing in our lives or why it seemed like all hell was breaking loose when we feel like we were genuinely being the poster child for Christendom, you know? So that was something that really affected a few of us, myself included, for last year. However, the one thing that I will say at the end of everything was there is light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes from my own personal experience, and as I said, I'm not putting this on anyone, but my own experience is that you will be walking with God. But when you get to that point of everything that you have within you is being challenged, it really, you really have to want to have a different walk with God at that time now let me make sense of that whereas sometimes a word can encourage you there are times when no matter how sweet someone may sound no matter how encouraging they may be there are times when you're like I need a physical manifestation of God and I think that's where I got last year and I have few friends that actually were there before and I never got what they were saying until I got 
to that place where I'm like, God, reading my Bible is good, but I, I, I need to see you move. And that kind of brought me into the perspective of people in the world. And let me not say people in the world, because we're all living in this world. But a lot of people who don't even have faith or believe that there is a God. And it's coming from the point where how can they believe in a God where they're not seeing what he does? But that comes to the point where we have to look back and say are we giving God the opportunity to do what he should be doing in our lives are we giving God the opportunity to really move instead a lot of times like myself personally like I'll take it up to say I'm gonna do it on my own because I'm not seeing anything and thinking that okay I'm being led by the Holy Spirit but it's me so in all of this I had to learn that God is purposeful I may not understand what he's doing I may not see what he's doing he may not be talking to me I may not be feeling what he's doing but it's a hard pill to swallow at times but it's knowing that all things work together and all things meaning both good and bad they work together for the good of us that love God, that are called according to his purpose, right? So it's knowing and remembering that when all hell is breaking loose, all things do work together. Because if you look at how you were before the hell started and look at where you are after the hell started, you'll see why you went through hell because you're more refined, you speak better, you have a different outlook on things. And this doesn't only have to do with Christianity. Anyone in life, when you have a bad experience, that experience shapes and molds who you become, who you are, how you deal with it going forward, right? So I just wanted to just start off with that tidbit. And one thing that I've also learned where Christianity has a way of trying to survive through separation. As Christians, we have a way where we feel like I could do this on my own. I can handle this on my own. I, for one, was always like, I could do this on my own. I can survive on my own. I don't want anyone knowing what I'm going through. I'll, you know, figure it out. Notably, I do believe there are times where the Lord does take us away, brings us to that wilderness place. But I do believe there are also times when God is like, you need to come together. Why? A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. We literally shouldn't have to be fighting battles separately. And that's where I've gotten to the point where I don't need to be talking to people to be praying for them. I don't need to be knowing what's going on with you to be praying for you. I'm going to pray for you regardless because and I'm going to also pray for you regardless of how I'm feeling. Now, we shouldn't have to wait for a new year to start to say, oh, I can't wait for this new year to start to experience my season. I can't wait for this new year to start for things to get better. A new year starting doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get better. A new year starting doesn't necessarily mean things are going to change. So it's like as a collective body, we need to come together for one another to speak for our brother's season, speak for our sister season, to speak these things into being, you know? And we look at how, why are people that are not in Christianity more successful than we are? I'm pretty sure at some point, you know, we've all evaluated that. And if you haven't, then, you know, it comes to a point where you're so numb with what you're going through that you start looking at your walk and you're like, this person is not a Christian, but they're living a better life than me. And that comes back to the point of how we deal with what we deal with. People in the world, they're mobilized to work together. And why is it that in Christianity, we want to one-up the other person. We want to one-up being more spiritual. We want to one-up being a leader. We want to one-up. And this one-up mentality doesn't help us. Instead of it's like, I'm climbing, I'm going to climb with you. I'm going to climb and hold you up while I am going up. And I hope that when I start to stumble while you're going up, 
I want you to hold me up as well. So this is where we need to be spending enough time in the spiritual realm so that we could see that our brother or sister that we're looking at, that may be looking as if they're not walking with God or they're faltering in their walk. We need to be looking at the fact that we need to, instead of talking about what they're going through in their season, be helping them through that season in the hopes that at some point they will be able to have enough strength to turn around and help us out of our season. The one thing that we as Christians tend to do, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm judging Christians because I myself, as they say, I look at myself as well with everything is just failing to be our brother's keeper. So that's one of the things that I did want to just touch base on and talk about a little bit. For the first major thing that I do want to talk about is, and I really want to hone in on this, is taking the mold out of your own eye before we can take it out of our brother's or sister's eye, or even people that we come in contact with that are not Christians. So many times, and so many people, even non-Christians, they'll say that the Christian community is very judgmental, which it is. Like, it's a fact. I myself found myself in a place where I was judging people. I'm like, oh, I can't talk to that person. And in that sense, you kind of create like this barrier where it's like, oh, I'm a Christian, so I'm better than you. And with that, it's like you close off the door for any conversations that should be had about God, that should be had about why is it that I don't drink? Why is it that I don't smoke? Because I don't do it because I think it's bad. I do it because there's something within me that makes me not even feel like doing it because I'm so fulfilled that even in my worst situation, somehow, some way, the Lord just like will come in and just give you just a peace, give you a joy, give you a happiness that you can't even describe. And if you don't open the door for those conversations to be had, then how is it going to happen? How is someone going to believe in God if they're seeing I need to drink to be better. I need to smoke to be better. When you have a better experience to be like, I used to drink, but I don't because there is something so much greater that makes me feel so much better. I get a high without drinking. I get a high without smoking. So this is where we have to take that mole out of our eyes to be like, I need to come down off my high horse, off my prideful journey, knock myself down a couple pegs to come down to reality, to know that we're all human beings at the end of the day. And we have to meet people sometimes where they are. And meeting them where they are doesn't mean becoming like them, but it means having a conversation on the level that they will understand us. And this is where we need to show more grace to each other as we would expect grace to be shown to us. We shouldn't be quick to point a finger at what our brother or sister is doing. But instead, if God is showing us something that we can see that clearly doesn't align with what the word of God is saying or what the will of God is, instead of saying, oh, this person is not a Christian or, oh, this person has fallen from grace or falling from glory or this person is walking less with God or this person has this many flaws, instead of focusing on the flaws, look at you know what i am seeing this flaw in them but you know what flaw i am going to bring you to god i am going to bring you to god god i am going to approach you about this flaw and while i'm approaching you about this flaw that this person has how about i approach you about flaws that i have because we have to come back to the perspective of are we even equipped to be the judge of that person am i equipped to be the judge of anyone 
have I assessed my own thoughts, actions, or my deeds that could also be very much like the person that we're so quick to pass judgment on? The only difference is the same issue that they have, I have it too, but it's only taking form and shape in a different way than how it's taking form and shape in that person. So we have to always just go back to the place of taking the mold out of our eyes so that we can meet people where they are. Because sometimes we're exactly where they are. It's just in a different form. And that leads to my first thing that I spoke about, which is a second point, being our brother's keeper. Now, it's hard to be your brother's keeper when sometimes this brother or sister, they hurt you. And it's kind of rare or hard to meet that Christian who will uplift you when you're down. Meet that Christian who is really dedicated to see you win, to see you succeed. Sometimes, because it's so burdensome, we can be like, oh my God, this spiritual walk is too much. I'm giving up. And just having that brother that's like, yeah, I understand your spiritual walk is a lot. But at the same time, I'm going to speak into your life that you are going to do better. This is not going to last forever. And I'm going to keep praying for you until you get out of this situation. As much as it may be burdensome on me, because sometimes we have our own problems that we deal with. But as much as it's burdensome on me, I am going to carry your burden with me. Because why? I've been through so much where you have a broader back to carry a few more loads than you could when you first started your walk. So it's like, instead of being that person where it's like, okay, this person just keeps going through the same problem over and over and over, and I'm over it. Instead of talking about it, or what they did to us, or how they made us feel, we have to now bless them. We have to now be their keeper, where we're like, okay, this person is going through something right now. I'm not going to let what they're going through interfere with me having their back because at the end of the day we don't know what is operational within that person's life to make them the way that they are or make them say the things that they say so instead of talking about it let's pray about it god shows you know shows us what's going on god literally showed us like what's up so after seeing what's happening Let's bring it back to God now, but bring it back in prayer. If it's either to pray for their breakthrough, pray pray for their deliverance. And in addition to being our brother's keeper, we don't need to be in our brother's or sister's life all the time, every day, all the seconds of the day to be their keeper. Not because someone is showing you bad attributes means that, you know, oh, this person is showing me bad things about them so they're a bad person and not because the lord separated you from them means that they're less than you or worse off a person than you or they're evil human being but the thing about this is we may not see what they're fighting against or what they're up against and This could be why God is also separating us because we don't see what's happening around them that could also trickle over into our walk and damage our faith and could be harmful or detrimental to our walk with God. Now, 
Does this still make them a bad person? No. It's just certain things within their spiritual walk, their spiritual environment that the Lord may be like, come from among them because something is going on among them that we can't see, that we don't understand. And we are not probably, you know, fully sufficient to handle at that point. Does it mean that we stop praying for them? No. Being their keeper to keep praying for them, even when we may not think that they're walking with God. And I'm pretty sure prayers have kept me this far because there are times when I probably was not walking in the right faith, walking in the right mindset or following Christ the way that I should. But I'm pretty sure there were people that were standing in the gap for me, for me to get back where I was or to even move even further. So we have to always keep praying for the people, especially those that do hurt us, that do bring us down, that do speak bad into our life, that we feel, you know, at that point, we could be like, oh, you know, it's a bad person. This person's not a good person. Stay away from them. And going back to say someone saying something bad or doing something bad, we don't see what they're fighting up against. We could have also been in their shoe. It's just that we may be more equipped to fight against what they're fighting against or this person may have had exposure to something that you may not have been exposed to and because of their exposure to something they were not fully covered to endure or go through this thing or it could have been something that they always needed deliverance from but they've just never really dealt with it does this make them a bad person no it doesn't it makes him a human being. Now, this is major for me because this is something that I had to learn the hard way. And this is the next thing I'm going to be talking about is not everyone has the same heart to serve God the way that you do. Now, with that in mind, we can't expect that we feel, just hypothetically speaking, like we should go on a 40-day fast, that everyone is going to go on that 40-day fast with you. Now, does it mean that we're not on the same level or carry a greater anointing? No. It just means that not everyone has the same heart to serve God as you do. And it could be for that season or just that that person is already operating at their current capacity of their calling or purpose and they can't that specific time move past where they are so it can also be from that perspective if you look at david there were so many other people when david was david king david right and david wrote some of the words that he did in psalm some of the beautiful things that a lot of us use today that are in psalm and anyone else could have written it however at that specific time David was the one that was appointed. David was the one that carried that mantle to do that. Doesn't mean that the prophets that were there couldn't have done it. They probably could have. But at that time, their heart was not like David's heart to serve God in that way. Now, also not because we don't see someone or hear from them means that they're less with God than we are or lesser than us or not align with the greater purpose of what God, you know, the God that we know is. With that in mind, we don't take the same path to God. We all do not take the same path to God. We all did not walk the same path in our belief. However, we do believe that Jesus came and died for our sins. 
We do believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we do believe that God created us in this world. So with that in mind, we may not be at the same place at the same time with God. We may all really not be at the same place at the same time with God. However, but the fact that we believe in God is a testament that the same God who started to do a good work in us will continue to do that good work until completion. So God works on all of us differently and in his time. So while God is working on others, instead of talking about it, pray about it, and in our talks, let's just be consumed with the prayer behind it than the talks behind it. Because really and truly, not everyone has the same heart to serve God that you do at that time. In going through all these thoughts, I was wondering, why is this always like, you know, in Christendom, this focus on people, 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 you know, there's this big focus on people. And I didn't understand it until like, I also started to go through my process where your interaction with people impacts your walk with God greatly. And it can break or make your walk. I do want to say, in our focus on people, we need to redirect that focus to being relevant in the spiritual realm than being relevant to man. Paul, I know, who are you? Being relevant in the spiritual realm is where we find our power. Because I could be focusing on, does my neighbor love me? What does my neighbor think about me? What does this friend think about me? But this friend may be dealing with something that had I been focusing on my relevancy to God, on my relevancy in the spiritual realm, I could have been there to pray before things got worse in that relationship, before things got worse in the church, before things got worse to where it is right now, in marriage, in our friendship, in, in the workplace. So this is where we really have to really zone in on being relevant in the right place at the right time. This is not to say that you're not important in the physical, but where does your focus lie the most? Is it on what others perceive of you, what others think of you, what others say about you, or is it being relevant to listen? These spirits are talking about you and these spirits are like, this person is a takeout person. So guess what? We're going to now come at them with people in the physical. But when the people come at you in the physical because of your relevancy, they know that what you speak changes that person that they're coming at you with it changes their atmosphere and this is where i want to also bring back what i said when i started fight smarter and fight together the devil knows how to fight he's been doing this fight for years and we still at this point are still trying to figure out how should i fight i i don't know how to fight and this is how we have to get together because when things in the spiritual realm mobilize against you if you realize when you're going through any type of like spiritual setback or warfare it all happens or it seems to happen all at the same time what does that say it says that these forces are mobilizing against you 
So we now need to mobilize together. And a part of this mobilizing together is accountability. Taking accountability for the things that happen to us and the outcome of what plays out as a result of these things that occur in our lives. Because not everything is God doing it or the devil. Some of the things that we go through are a direct response to our initial bad choices or actions. With this, some of us really have to go back and look at a few things that we did to be like, okay, I did this and is this God or is this me? Could I have done this differently or did God allow this to happen in my life? So there are a few things that they really hinder or progression to that next level for a walk. And instead of sitting in lack of accountability and making excuses as to, okay, why is this permissible by God? God permits this to happen. Instead of looking at, I am permitting this to happen. God doesn't agree with what I'm doing, but I am permitting this to happen. I am accepting this to happen. Why? In this saying, some of us really need to change. And when I say some of us, I do want to say with everything that I'm saying, I am lumping myself and I will always lump myself into it because I am not perfect. And I know God is still working on me and he's probably going to always need to be working on me because I'm not a perfect person. You know, which is why Paul even said the things that I want to do, I don't do. So when I say some of us, this some of us includes me. And some of us really do need to change a few things in our lives, even in this year. And it's not about setting a a New Year's resolution. It's really changing things because we are desperate because of how a lot of these past years played out. We may need to change waking up early to pray, which means going to bed earlier. We may need to change having a better diet, which means we need to be eating um, healthy. We may need to change spending less time on the internet shopping or going to the stores shopping so that we can save more money or even spending money on food. We may need to change spending money on food and just go to the grocery store, buy food from the grocery store and cook it, do a meal prep. And I know I'm speaking to myself and I accept that. And in all of this, it's not easy. That's one thing that I've learned because I know a lot of the things that I struggle with and it's not easy. And this goes on to the other things that, you know, was brought to my attention. It could also be changing drinking. Some of us need to just not drink, period. There should be no drinking at all. Why? It doesn't glorify God. Some people need to not be on social media because it clouds our judgment on who is saying a word about us from who isn't and who shared a post about us or who's living a better life than us. The truth hurts, but the truth also helps. And these are things that I even had to work on within myself and start working on a lot of these things to change. And some of them I did change and it really did help align my thoughts and goals to be more Christ-like than to be submerged into things of the world that my flesh really does love to indulge in. So in everything, I do want to just say one specific thing that hopefully this will help. And if it doesn't help, I hope it will give insight because this was this last thing that I'm about to go and touch base on was something that really is challenging. 
let's say that. And it's challenging not only for Christians, but challenging in general. Focus on being a servant than being a leader. It is knowing when to pass the torch to even the weakest person or someone that is, seems weaker than you at that time so that that individual also has the opportunity to become stronger and even become as strong, if not stronger, than you are. Where in turn, this person will turn around and help you. When someone calls you sometimes, and they've probably this person's been calling you for prayer, pass that torch back to them in that conversation to say, you know, let's pray. I know you don't have the willpower to pray right now, but if you have one word or even two, and it's not because I have more words to say that my prayer is more powerful than yours, not because I've been walking with God longer than you've been walking with God means that I'm going to be talking over you or means that I'm more powerful than you, but instead to pass the torch for you from you so that this person can acquire as much power in the spiritual realm as you do so that they can start exercising their authority that they have a bit more that you have been exercising so this is pretty much all i wanted to share i really do hope that in anything that i said there is a takeaway but with everything in general we have to be smarter with how we fight and we have to fight together is it easy no because there's a lot of times when it's easier to say something than to do something so one of my commitments for this year is i am going to be spending more time sharing the word of god reaching people in the body of christ because you know what a lot of times when we're going through a battle you may think that this season you're the only one that is getting whooped <laughs> and you sometimes are not. There is like 10 other people that are probably too prideful to say that. Listen, I've been walking with God for 50 odd years and I am being beaten right now. And let me tell you my testimony. And my testimony is to encourage you. My testimony is to build you. Not to say that I'm better. I'm a better Christian than you, but to encourage you and to show you that if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. So I want to bless you guys all that listen to this going into this 2022. And let's not look at this as a year where, you know, it's going to be a good year, but it's going to be a year where we don't need to wait on the enemy to beat us all through the year for us to determine that my season is going to start today. My season is going to erupt today. My season changes the moment that I get on my knees and start really petitioning to God. My season starts when I start really taking my fasting life seriously. My season starts when I take accountability. My season starts when I become that servant. My season starts when I become relevant in the spiritual realm than being relevant to man. So I just wanted to just share this tidbit and I hope it helps someone and God bless you. Have a great start to this new year, day one of 2022. God bless you and happy new year.